Welcome to episode 37 of the Deeper Christian Podcast. This is the podcast to help you study God's Word, know Jesus intimately, and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm Nathan Johnson, and in today's episode, we're going to listen to another Braveheart of Thought. Let's dive in. Well, in the past, we've listened to two Bravehearted Thoughts. Now, these are short sermon clips that I produced how oh, probably about seven years ago. Now, I'm kind of bringing them back up because, man, I love listening to the truths containing these short nuggets. Now, what we did is we took a full-length sermon and we kind of whittled it down into the pith of the sermon itself. And so I want you to listen to another Bravehearted Thought. This comes from a sermon by Ian Thomas. And it's on the topic of salvation. Now, I love Ian Thomas. Major Ian Thomas was this great British preacher. And his passion, his whole focus was one single thing, Jesus Christ. It's probably why I like him so much. And everything that he talks about centers on this idea of who you are in Christ and all that he desires to do and accomplish in and through your life. So without further ado... I want to play this short, brave-hearted clip by Ian Thomas called Salvation. Your salvation, of course, derives from the fact that as a redeemed sinner, no longer on the way to hell, but already on the way to heaven. Jesus Christ, as God, creator, has come to invade your humanity to play that role in you for which you were created. To give him the right 24 hours a day in your business, in your home, in your school, on your college campus, whether you're on recreation, in vacation, in business, no matter at any time, under any circumstance, 24 hours in every day, seven days in every week, you give Jesus Christ as God the right to be God in you without reserve. That's what it means to become a Christian. We've conveniently reduced salvation to a moment in time when we raise a hand, walk down the front, or get baptized, or have our name put upon a church roll, and we call that salvation. Nothing, of course, is farther from the truth. That's totally divorced from the revelation given to us in the Word of God, which is our sole guide in every matter of faith. Salvation involves the reoccupation by God of a guilty sinner in such a way that Jesus Christ has the unchallenged, absolute, perpetual right to dictate the terms whereby that individual henceforth will run his life. For instance, where he's going to buy his new home. What uh, vocation he's going to study for as a student. Where he's going to go next year on vacation. How he's actually going to spend his money. Uh, who's really going to run the church that he goes to. All this is embraced in his salvation. And nothing less than that, of course, will do. Anything less than that shortchanges Jesus Christ and cheats him of that for which his blood will shed. And of course, if I'm to discover what the Christian life is all, all about, there's really only one person to whom I can turn. There's only one person that's ever been capable of living the Christian life since Adam fell, Jesus Christ. So that now he, risen from the dead, might come and perpetuate the life that he lived then in us now. So the Christian life, of course, is the life that Jesus Christ lived then, lived now by him in us. There is no other. In other words, God to a man is as imperative as oil is to a lamp. If you have an oil lamp and it's got no oil, you've got an oil lamp, but it won't behave like one. You might as well put it in the trash can. 
And of course, if you detach man from God, which is exactly what happened when Adam fell into sin, you've still got a man in your hands. But he won't behave like one. The only thing you can do, the only thing that you can do for an oil lamp that hasn't got oil is put oil in it. And the only thing you can do for a car that hasn't got gas is to put gas in it. And the only thing you can do for a man that hasn't got God is to put God in it. And when you put the oil in the lamp, it isn't so that the lamp can try harder. And when through spiritual new birth, God gets back into the man, it isn't that the man might try harder. You put oil in a lamp so the oil can be oil functionally. You put gas in a car so that the gas can be gas functionally. And you put God in the man so that God can be God functionally. In other words, spiritual new birth is designed to let God be God in a man's human experience. So that everybody in that man's presence recognizes that God is in residence and God is in business. That it takes God, actually God himself, not what God has to say, not God's example, not God's precepts, not God as a faraway object of our emulation or worship. It takes God himself in a man, to be a man. And that's why we shall discover it will take Jesus Christ, not his teachings, not his preaching, not his sublime example, not the beautiful life that he lived, not the doctrines that he promulgated. It will take Jesus Christ himself, a person, to be a Christian. The Lord Jesus died upon the cross, not just to get you out of hell and into heaven, he died upon the cross to get God out of heaven into you. Actually calling the shots, actually controlling what you do with your hands, actually controlling where you go with your feet, actually controlling what you say with your lips, actually controlling what you think with your mind, actually controlling the decisions that you make. That is the measure in which you're saved. So that if any man be in Christ, he's actually, literally, a new creation. He's been made over. He's a new creature. All things that were characteristic of the old Adamic character have passed away. And all things, the all things which the next verse tells us there in that passage come from God, the all things have replaced the old things. All things have passed away and all things have become new. Isn't that an incredible enunciation of the Christian life? I love the wit, wisdom, and articulation that Ian Thomas brings to everything that he talks about, which again is always focused on Jesus Christ. Well, thank you for listening to this short episode of the Deeper Christian Podcast. For show notes of this episode, including a video portion of that Braveheart of Thought, please visit deeperchristian.com forward slash 37 for episode number 37. And until next time, know I am cheering you on as you build your life around Jesus Christ.